Hi guys, welcome to Unprovoked. Today's episode is going to be very short and sweet. I hope you guys are having a good day. I hope you are taking care of yourself, your mental health and wellness is in check. I hope Nava masks, you're sanitizing, you're drinking and eating foods that are going to make sure that you're going to be okay and you're going to be well. I hope you're happy. I have an amazing guest for you today. And watch a kwanza introduce. But before I introduce, let me remind you guys something, yeah. Life is absolutely for the living. Nahitaki makasiriko. Sawa, are we together? <laughs> yes, my guest. Please yes. introduce yourself. What wakuskie? Kindly. <laughs> Hi everyone. My name is Franklin Sayalel. I am a fashion designer. Ooh. I'm a marketer. I am gay and single. Hey, 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 hey. Chill, 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 chill. We are getting there, but yeah, hey. but yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it's so nice to see you guys today. Unprovoked is on location. <laughs> guys, is on unprovoked is on location. We are at Frankie's house. He's hosting me. Such an amazing host. Amenipatia to drinks hapa palend your man and akohoa kohoa. Frankie, how did we meet? Ebu tell our guys when we met, how we met, where we met. <laughs> so <laughs> once upon a time I used to be employed. <laughs> what then, <it> real? <laughs> then um yeah, I think one day we just sat next to each other. Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> Then I think, th- yeah, we just became friends ever since. I yeah. remember the day you, you joined, you found me at the I agency. found you there, yeah. yeah. I remember the day you joined agency and then we were put on the same... Um, Docket, and, yeah. And you, Shelina. Hi, Shelly. <laughs> Shout out. Shelina, yeah. hey. Anyway, <laughs> you, Shelly, and I were put Despicable on the same... Despicable also. D this, and yeah. one boy. Yes. Hi, <laughs> And we became friends, and we've been friends ever yes, since. Yeah. Like six, seven years. Mm. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. But I've not seen you for a minute. Na kuwananga tu social media. Na the who's who's. Uh-huh. Guys, you know Kenyan stylista? Do you follow him on Instagram? Huh? I tell them your handle, they follow you. Oh, yeah. Kenyan stylista. That's what I commonly go as, yeah. He's amazing. He does a fantastic job. He makes men suits. What else do you make? I make shirts. I also do women's suits. Oh, wow. Mm. Which babe suits have... Are you the one who did nanny suit? That no, babe. I know who you're talking oh. about. No. She's a Virginia. I don't give free advertisement. But anyway, let's not take a lot of time. Today, mm. guys, we are talking about depression. And as my listeners, you know, I really value heavy 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 about mental health mental wellness i'm always constantly advocating Ooh, i'm just being shown a picture here of a handsome man i'm constantly being shown i mean i'm constantly talking about mental health and advocating for people to take care of their mental health please don't distract me with men's pictures please focus so frankie eh? <laughs> I constantly talk about mental health, mental wellness. 
I'm always pushing for people to practice self-care, take time to take care of yourself. And um, I've had women come on the podcast. I talk about it, but we've never had a guy mm. come and talk about depression, about mental health and mental health wellness and what it takes and how it feels and what you experience and i'm so 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 thankful that my friend decided and made the uh, choice to accept my ask of him to come and share his journey with depression and how are you doing right now frankie mentally like today for example how is your mental health today? I'm good. My mental health is great. Mm -hmm. uh, what is me, good for you? What's a good? What's good? Define good for you. Good is being able to accept things the way they are. Mm -hmm. Being able to subconsciously say you're going to have a good day. Yeah. Um, good is taking charge of your your attitude, your day, just generally taking control of your life. Yeah. So that's good. So I so can today say is a good day. I've taken control of my life yeah. today. What's depression for you? What's depression for Frankie? I mean, there are very many conversations I've had with people about depression. And then there's another thing where people today like to say, de say depression is sadness or brokenness. What's depression for you? Well, how would you define that feeling or that state of mind of depression for you? Not for what the world says, mm. for you. What is that feeling of depression? I think mine mostly is emotional mm -hmm. and also progress. I know everybody says they relate with progress because you feel like you're not going where you need to be and it gets depressing in a sense where you're just struggling fine yeah. you're doing your hard working hard but yeah. you're just struggling so, so is it brokenness uh, not necessarily mm -hmm. you can be rich and still depressed are there moments when you've had like complete money in your bank account in your empesa and you're like damn i'm really 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 depressed no <laughs> So, when I get there, maybe I'll tell you, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, for me, it's just, I don't know. I guess everybody, um, we've all have, we've all had, or we have this perfect idea of where we need our lives to be. Yeah. It could be in relationships. It could be in business. It could be friendships. Yeah. Um, so sometimes it feels so far-fetched to get there. And mm -hmm. that's why it gets hard. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's just... Also, just being understood. Yeah. So, so, it's a. I mean, for me, it's a bit of everything. Yeah. 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 How did you know you were depressed? What happened? Well, so those bits of everything were not working, but I didn't know I was depressed, and I didn't even know what depression was. What were but you okay? What were you feeling? What were you experiencing? Put it in words. Just failure. I was experiencing failure. Things failure. were not working out. Failure in relationship, uh -huh. in a relationship, failure in business, uh -huh. failure in, in f being a friend, maybe. Uh -huh. But it all c goes down to pressure. So maybe it was just, for me, maybe it was pressure for myself. Mm -hmm. It's what you are telling yourself? Uh, 
No, I mean I realized that later, but ah. I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. What was your aha moment? As in, at what point in your life and mm. which year was this that you went? What experience did you have? Because I read stories, I hear stories. Mm. I mean, I have friends who've experienced the aha moment. You know, maybe someone was suicidal, then they tried it, backfired, and then they realized, oh my gosh, I really want to leave, or somebody died, or maybe they lost a job, or maybe, I don't know. There's usually a moment of experience, in my opinion, based on what I've seen and understood, that you reach and you're like, okay, you know what, I think I have a problem. Uh, for me, I guess mine was more emotionally. Mm-hmm. I was I'm very emotionally invested in things and people. Mm-hmm. So over time, I just realized, you know what? Do you have a particular aha experience? So as I said, for me, it was emotional. So you find over time, I realized, like, n- not people, pe- not people are selfish, but you have to take care of yourself first. Or yeah. It's more of, you know, nobody's going to come and save you. Yeah. Like, yeah, people will be there to some extent, but they can't always be there. Yeah. So I just had to shake it off and start working on getting better by myself. Because, I mean, I'm grateful for people who are helpful, but also they're depending on you to also work hard on yourself. Yeah. So that was the aha moment for me, because I can't just wait for people to feel sorry Uh, for me. Yeah. Do you feel like you are too codependent on being rescued as opposed to rescuing yourself? No, not too dependent. So you okay, have you always been independent of on yourself? Like you get yourself, you get yourself out. Or have or have you been a person who um upon the journey of now getting yourself better, you realize maybe sometimes you lean on people too much? Yes, I mean and is that like a, and that's a normal experience by the way because i had a conversation with a friend of mine on sunday and i was telling her how you know i've just reached a place in my life where anybody who's not willing to go with my goals and my plans i'll just go on and i'm sure up on belly i'll find somebody as opposed to for example if you're constantly there then now this one time you're not. Until now my life, things are gonna get bad. Like my life will not happen. So do you feel you are maybe a person who is codependent on support from people as opposed why, to self why, on support? Why do you it feel happens. like? Why do you feel like yes that people should be going with you where that you want them to go? Exactly. So exactly. Yeah. So I used to have that thing by yeah. the way, whereby like if you've supported me here. And then I need your support again in the same place, mm. and you choose not to. Mm. I feel bad, mm. and I was told it's okay to feel bad, but you should always have options. Do you feel like you used to have options? Do you feel like you used to be dependent, codependent on support? Are you more independent now than you've ever been? Uh, I think I've always been because independent is not paying bills. Independent is also emotions. I think I've always been independent. Yeah. It's just that when I found my person, I think I was very selfish t- 
to expect everything to come from the person I was with. Ah. And when they were not there for me, I felt betrayed. Ah. But everything else or I was doing for myself. Like yeah. I wouldn't depend on my friends, but I was building something with someone and dependent on them yeah. doing very well. That maybe it was pressure for them. Yeah. And um was that a trigger? Trigger in, in terms was it uh did it okay did that experience now trigger you to realize okay i think i have a problem yeah i mean it was one of yes because you're going through a lot in your life mm. for me i was going through a lot with my business and yeah. other things yeah but now you find this is a person i'm with in my life yeah and you're feeling like they're not there for me the yeah. way i want them yeah so you can't put that pressure on someone you can't make them be there for you they can yeah. only try they're also going to their own shit that's something by yeah. the way people have people need to always understand you're not the only one going through problems mm. somebody said something today yeah. uh ati you share a struggle with a friend yeah. and then they start telling you how even them they're going through yeah. issues what do you think about that? What's usually the normal response? Someone was okay, saying that. Okay, the thing is, I mean, I've seen that. Yeah. No, I've seen that before. It's like, okay, I think I've seen that post. What you're saying. Yeah. But uh, this is what I thought of before. Like, let's say sometimes, mm-hmm. um, I come to you and I tell you, oh, I'm going through this in my relationship or at work. Yeah. You don't interrupt and and make it your story. <laughs> yeah. Like oh by the way even me I'm like no listen to the but, person but fast even fast. You're having an expectation, assuming even me I don't have problems, even me I have problems. No, but I'm saying don't <laughs> don't make the story about you sometimes that day. Okay. But also I think this post you're saying is the one when somebody let's say you've lost somebody who has died or whatever yeah, and someone yeah. is like get over it. Yeah. Or at a, things happen for a reason. Yeah. Um, I mean. Initially, you just are supposed to he- listen first. That's something I wanted you. I wanted you to bring out listening. Mm-hmm. I've come to understand very many people who experience a mental um, health issue, a mental illness. And illness is not like overoki. Like guys, please educate yourself. Have information about mental illnesses so that you can take care of your mental health. One of the things that always comes up is people don't take the time to listen. They don't take the time to understand that it's not only them who are going through issues and there comes a time where you, it's important for you to listen when somebody is sharing an issue because you don't know where someone is coming from, you don't know what they're going through and you don't know why they've come to you. In my opinion, what do you think? So if somebody, if maybe I come you, to you, maybe and, you went to someone yeah. and they're not listening or, or they don't know how to handle you at that time. What, what would you want them to do? Personally, this mm. is my opinion. Yeah, mm. I don't speak to people who don't listen to me. Period. No, let's say like let's say it's your mom and you feel like let's say that's the person you've known your life and mm. you're like I'm going through this and maybe she doesn't listen the way you want how 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 would you want her to be there for you i would want her to i would i would communicate to this person 
and let them know that when I come to them, I don't want solutions. I just mm-hmm. want to be heard. And if they are unable to do it, I look for somebody who will do it. Mm-hmm. Period. Because it's like what you said. We put and place expectations on others and maybe this person has no capacity to give us what we want. Mm-hmm. Then we take it personal and now it becomes an issue. Mm-hmm. This is my principle. Mm-hmm. Always listen to people. Hear them out. You don't need to have an opinion. You don't need to give them a solution unless they ask for it. But personally, as a person, if I feel you do not listen uh, <laughs> personally, personally as a person, a person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't come back to you. Mm. We have to learn to take care of ourselves. And that's something I wanted to ask. What are the things you do right now to take care of yourself? What are your self care? What does self care look for? Look I'm usually like very me. careful to say yeah. this because mm-hmm. me, what worked for me, won't My, work no, for no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. I'm usually yeah. careful. Yeah. For me, I tried. I mean, I was depressed. I started drinking. Yeah. I started having sex with but random that's people. Not self care. No, no. At that point, you don't Felt know. Like you was. don't know. You're depressed. You yeah. don't know. You're depressed. That's another first, thing. That's what I'm saying. Oh. I do know. First, I was depressed. That stage when I was going through that. Of course, I knew there was something wrong and I'm probably trying to evade what I'm going through or whatever. Yeah. So me going out was working. I was out all the time. I was drinking. I was just having random sex. Yeah. But you know, when those things are not there, I'm still going through that shit. So what yeah. What helps me or what worked for me is um, exercising. Wow. Exercising helped me a lot. Yeah. Running, going to the gym. Yeah. Um, nature walks. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I don't want to say. I mean, like the alcohol and partying and all that was just was working for a certain time mm. at a certain time. But those like, are enablers. So, so, they're enablers. Uh, they, they are distractions. They, that's where they're enablers. But they don't solve. They don't give you the solution. So I mean, they did work for the time that, that it did work. Yeah. But you know, long term, in terms of getting better, as I said, exercise worked for me. But more importantly, yeah. I mean, my 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 um my relationship with God grew strong. Wow. I became more religious. I started praying more. I started, uh, you know, just creating my relationship with God. But that doesn't mean that he, mm. I I went to church or started listening to people i just mm. realized my relationship with god is me and my god because mm. i would go to church in the past and then there was just so much church politics mm. i like going to church why because of your, because of the choice of your sexuality no okay just because just, of the way church is general church is you know your my drama <laughs> my drama also you're not supposed to be doing certain things i just felt like that's too much for me okay i want to go to church because i want to serve god yeah. i want to be there yeah. finish and go home yeah so i realized the time church is not even the church Bible. is not god, god yeah. i mean not church is not god church for church, church is, is not, not god yeah the okay. building is not god god is the connection you have between the two of you, in your my opinion, Amma, what do you want to say? Going to church was not me becoming better with God in our relationship. For me, it was just being able to com- converse with God, being able to 
create that relationship being able to just be myself mm. and open up and surrender myself to god wow that that was that is what i came to realize later you know i can go a whole year without even stepping into a church yeah but i am praying i am crying i'm speaking in tongues yeah because i've unlocked a potential or a level in my life with yeah. christ yeah so that alone made me just feel better get better and uh, and also just changing my attitude as i told you realizing sometimes yeah. people yes won't be there to save you sometimes you just also have to put work on yourself so have, that worked for me have your family and your friends been a support system or have they been part of the journey of you understanding the triggers for depression because i know many many people who finally unlock and they seek therapy and now they are moving into the journey of managing depression. They mm-hmm. talk about triggers that they experience that they now realize is family or work or a specific relative or a specific friend or relationship. But have your family, friends, work been a support system for your journey to being better? I can say more of my friends than family. Okay. The reason why I'm saying that with my family, I chose not to share with them because mm. uh, I don't. I don't feel like I've ever been close to them as much as I should have been mm-hmm. growing up. Mm-hmm. I mean, growing up as a kid, yes, but mm. of course that doesn't really count. When you grow older, you become you become more of a person than you were as yeah. a child. Yeah. So with my friends, yes, my family know, and I think it's okay that way because. Um, some things maybe they'll understand some things maybe not but i already found what i needed i found the answers the help i needed from mm. my friends maybe one day my family will be there for me mm. the way i'd want but at that time what worked was my f- my friends so that worked at that time do you think your sexuality contributed to moments of your depression I, are there things you've experienced because of your sexuality that have contributed to being depressed my sexuality has nothing yeah. at all to Thank do with you. my depression nothing. and it's so important for people to hear that no because me i've a, always been gay yeah. i came out to my family what yeah hey, years ago and that has nothing to do with my depression yeah. my depression was as i told you emotional mm. mostly emotional mm. emotional uh invested in my business friendships and relationships so that has nothing to do with my sexuality Mm. my sexuality no i don't it has nothing to do with my depression completely nothing but you're doing better right now with depression how what would you say how what what are the small okay give me like a few maybe like one or two things like share with us like one or two things that you can do now that you are not able to do then that you can sit and say, "Enyewe, ni metoka mbali." Small, small things that you, you, that many people can choose to overlook. Generally, as human beings, I'll tell you, like, um, <clears throat> uh, I go through anxiety. I mean, I have issues with anxiety, but today, like three, four years ago, if somebody, like, irritated me, I would like snap. <laughs> completely because like what the hell but what does what does that have to do with anxiety that sounds more like anger Mm -mm. what happens is this yeah when i'm anxious when i am going through anxiety Mm. i'm irritable 
Mm-hmm. So my fuse is very short. Mm-hmm. So on a day where you would ask me a question twice mm-hmm. and I would answer and on the third time I still answer. Mm. This day when you ask me on the third time because I'm experiencing anxiety. Remember it has nothing to do with you. Mm. It has to do with me. I feel like you're bothering me. Mm. And I snap because I'm irritable. Mm. Today I take the time to be <sighs> quiet, silent and just respond and realize listen as much as I'm going through anxiety, I'm having a bad day. Nobody owes me anything. And I'll just have to respond because I also don't know where they're coming from. Simple. I never had that capacity. Mm. For you, what would it be? For example, so, so that you can. Do what what, what do you feel you that's different for you now that, and you can say, "Nyewe, my depression, the depression I've been experiencing is getting better and better. I'm, I'm becoming better and better." That you couldn't do then. I think mine is also the same. It's yeah. just. I had to change my attitude. I can be. Do I don't you have know, anger issues. <laughs> no, not really anger issues. For me, it yeah. was more of stress. Yeah. Uh, so it's just changing my attitude. Honestly, stress. Yeah. Like I told you, when we used to work together, you understand. We used to represent big companies in yeah. this country. Yeah. You know, clients are shouting at you, yelling yeah. at you. Yeah. And it's just learning how to handle that. So sometimes, as I said, maybe they were having a bad day. Yeah. So usually I, I wait, I listen, yeah. I, cool, I wait for them to cool down, or yeah. I just wait for something to cool down and then give them my peace of mind. By peace of mind, I don't mean that I also shout back. Yeah. It's just, I usually accept what has happened, and then now see how the way forward, because I try not to make actions out of stress. Some mm. people say I try not to make actions out of anger. Mm. For me, it's stress. Mm. I mm. I take time. I cool off. I, I get accept. what you're meaning. Because you so can now, be so stressed out and then make even a decision. Yeah, so I try not to, mm. to react out of stress. Mm. So that's me. And just changing my attitude. You know, like, most of the time we want things to go the way we want and they don't happen you get stressed or you mm. get angry so it's interesting you say anxiety and anger so for me stress and mm. anger maybe but now for me it was stress so mm. you find i just have to learn how to accept something as a changing my attitude like and then as i told you me understanding prayer understanding how god works yeah. understanding as again as i repeat anger i mean understanding prayer and how god works has helped me yeah so i'm always just grateful like yeah. you know i'm just being gratitude you like oh, are you God. more grateful now than you have ever been before i think it has always been the same it's just how i looked at it okay there's a podcast i've done about gratitude mm-hmm. where i say there are very many things that we take for granted mm-hmm. and one of the things i mention is about my mental health and mm-hmm. i'm like if there's one thing i'm so grateful for mm-hmm. is my mental health mm-hmm. whereby I'm able to make better choices mm. because I'm giving myself time to sit and think as opposed to impulse because of actions, stress actions. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And it's a very, very great place of growth to acknowledge. Because if we knew what we know now, then would you say it's about it's getting becoming older? I know there are people who've said that, but it's also a choice. You get older, but you still don't make the choice to learn, to mm. grow. Mm. And that's where now people have and experience things like midlife crisis. Mm. Because it has been catching up. And can you really, really erase growth? 
can you really really get away with you can't mm. it's it's either you accept it mm. embrace it or it forces itself on you mm. but leo wiliwalo as long as you're alive you must grow anyway mm. guys final 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 conversation do you think men talk about depression and mental health a lot or do they need to talk about it more or do you think they just don't talk about it today 2021 Uh, men and depression their voice the voice behind that men and depression is there a safe space for men to talk about depression sorry i know as i told you as i told you when yeah. i went through depression when i started i didn't know i was being depressed or getting yeah. through depression and that's something very important to say because you never know so i will say yes men talk about depression but they don't know at that time that it's happening we talk about our problems Uh, and it's a, a a a way of also just telling someone you're depressed because you know someone i mean it's it's nice if you have a friend you can say you know i'm going through this at home with my wife or at work or my kids or whatever um it's i wouldn't okay you might think it's yeah it's life problems life problems you're downplaying it I don't think it's it's life problems mm. or being should be downplayed because mm. um things build up and then over time if you don't change them they become a huge problem and you go through depression. Yeah, yeah. So I'd say yes people are talking about it but not to the level that it needs to be but also You know the thing with I was I was talking to what's her name Caroline Motoko one day mm-hmm. and we were saying how you see women have they always have a friend they talk to about certain a things a problem yeah true uh now men have have uh, well women have different people to talk to about certain things in their yeah. life like yeah. you know I have my friend who has kids eh, she relate eh. I have a f- an auntie will talk about marriage eh. men have one friend for everything yeah yeah so <laughs> i think because you're expected to look tough in society mm. to act tough mm. i i don't i don't know that that, Do that you, doesn't okay, work for me because you're on the social media scenes mm. let me ask this um to kimalizia on the social media scenes have do you think that there are safe spaces for men to talk about their mental issues uh no okay they're not there so safe spaces for men but what is safe what do you mean by safe Just, space i can talk about my mental health on my twitter and i don't care and other women will join in mm. and we will have a conversation and a conversation i mean i talk about i encourage women to talk about post-mortem depression mm. i tell women to talk about um pms when they're mm. going through their periods all those hormonal imbalance the moods mm. but when it comes to one man talking about his heart being broken by a mm. girl mm. is it as there is there a safe space i see your guy americs <laughs> you mm. follow americs mm. i love americs mm. i always shout him out around mm. americs i love what americs does mm. but today in 2021 you being on the social media scenes mm. do you think there are safe spaces for men because i know for women they're like multitudes i create one of them but for men do you think there are safe spaces for men to come out and talk because i men talk to me in the dms they tell me karigo i'm depressed karigo mm. my wife is cheating on me karigo mm. i have no money for school fees They talk to me, but me, I'm a babe. Sawa, even me have my problems. Mm. 
But I'm like, Kwani, this man, he doesn't have another man to talk to. So on the when, when you say safe spaces, like when you say uh, postpartum depression yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. and people talk as women, what is the Post- outcome? Postpartum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the outcome when, let's say, a woman comes to you or um, tells you about that, or what? What? What do you do for? I them? just listen. Okay. But you see, she knows it's a safe space, and that's why I'm asking: mm. Are there such safe spaces, in your opinion, for men? Like, was there a safe space for you on the internet to speak about your issues? No, I mean, for me, I mean, I'm grateful and privileged to be able to afford therapy when I went through therapy. Mm. Uh, it, I, I can't say it's the same, you know, there are people who can't afford it. Yeah. But um, the thing is, um, God, I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> are uh, there safe spaces or not for men? Um, on the internet because more often than not not everybody can afford therapy so fine yeah you will listen to someone which is great but most of the time and i will tell you Mm. most of the time because when i i was when i shared my story i wrote and told people i was going through depression blah 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 and people reached out the same way i had hundreds of shares on facebook people shared my story yeah but now the dms even till even today i get calls people are like so they you have reached out. The thing is, sometimes uh, they don't. Mm-hmm. Want, most of the calls or messages I'm getting, people just don't want to believe. People want a solution. I get so, it. So I get it. But part of the solution is talking about it, and that's one thing that's very overlooked. Because I don't need to give you a solution for your problem. Because number one, I'm not a professional. Mm-hmm. Number two, mm-hmm. I'm probably not. I cannot relate to it mm. but you've shared it with me mm. you know you're not in silence i mean to be honest the reason Half when the i shared when i shared yes people now felt you know fine people see me see my pictures i mm. look like my life is glamorous mm. yes it is it's not fake mm. i'm not faking anything mm. but you're still a human a, an identity of of that people see like this person doesn't have problems and you see people equated to materialistic things yeah they're like oh this one drinks dines yeah. out has nice friends travels yeah. yeah to them that is not problems yeah they are, you're okay yeah but when i tell you i don't shower i don't leave my bed yeah. i cry yeah. or i'm on high heavy medicine yeah. because i'm depressed yeah then you feel like oh my god this Kumbe, is someone this is, like yeah. me yeah so i decided I will be posting everything my life by my life so i mean you i'll post the days space i post my days when i'm having a good time yeah. i'll post the days when i'm depressed yeah i'll post the days how i feel i'll yeah. post about my sexuality i'll post my life um and fine there's a thin line between what you should tell people or show mm. people but i just want to show you the truth maybe i won't tell you about my my boyfriend maybe if i'm dating i mm. want to mention their name mm. it's my life i don't mm. want to expose anyone mm. but i will tell you i'll show you a certain bit of my life so that you can relate mm. and know that you are not alone and ever since i posted that about my depression mm. i have been continuing about it wow. and I so you to, created a safe space i created for, a s- for men specifically also men because you're a guy mm. to come out i mean last time i checked and, yeah. well, <laughs> to come out and talk about it so you created a safe space can we safely say that 
Okay, I was just trying to understand what safe space means. Yeah, yeah. because it means that any time, any guy on mm. your timeline who mm. follows you, mm. so you talk about depression mm. and still sees you at Milan having a good time, mm. they know that you're real mm. and their reality of issues mm. is not fake and mm. they can come and talk to you about it. Mm. Isn't that what you've been experiencing ever since? I guess then that's what it is. Yeah. 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 Hiya, guys. That's my boy, Frankie. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you so, so much for gracing unprovoked. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to finish one. Uh, I want to sign off by saying this, yeah. Um, we all go through a hard time. I said this in my solo podcast, and I said it on Twitter, that nobody is immune to the struggles of life. Kila mutu anapatanga mashida. But you have the choice to sit at home, mop feel depressed and sad and then not get anything done for as long as you choose or you can choose to wake up choose life and work it out because when you get out of that bed and go outside there and even if sometimes you choose to take some time and relax which is fine but when you choose to go out there and make something for yourself you're going to beat the odds and every day becomes better Choose to take care of your mental health. Choose to know and understand the triggers that cause you to feel sad and down. And look for somebody whom you can be speaking to. They can be listening. And if you don't find somebody, journal. Write about it. Video about it. Do something. Just talk it out loud. Usika and I Goodbye, my guys. Unprovoked.